0: Jamie
1: and I'm Derek.
0: And welcome to I Know You with Derek and Jamie, the podcast where two friends discuss some media. It could be a movie, TV show, really anything.
1: And the theme for today's episode is space dinos. <laughs> we chose this episode theme because Jurassic World Dominion was just released and Lightyear is right around the corner. And we couldn't decide if we wanted to do a sci-fi themed episode or a dino themed episode, so we decided why not both.
0: And we will also have a mini segment where we discuss anything from list to recasting, but this week it's a brand new one that we have dubbed Triple Threat. We'll explain it when we get there, but we also have our very first guest joining us on the segment and mini-game this week. So make sure you stick around for that.
1: And the choice for this week's theme is Ice Age Collision Course. Just as a disclaimer before we jump in, there will be spoilers for this <laughs> film. So listen at your own risk unless you've seen this film or just don't care hopefully it's that one so just enjoy the commentary we're gonna talk about it all right so that's (laughs) like jamie said we are having our first guest on this episode can we get a what 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 what?
0: What? thank you what what What? yes
1: As we said in our last episode, he is from the GDT podcast, which is an amazing podcast where they just talk about movies. It stands for It's a Good Day to Talk About Movies.
0: Derek was also on one of their episodes that we told you guys about last week. Go listen to that episode. It's the Into the Spider-Verse. We love doing this. We're going to start trying to reach out and have people come on. And we're going to go on other ones. So
1: let's see how this one goes. (laughs) We're going to know
0: a lot of people. And a lot of people will know us.
1: Exactly. (laughs) Now, the U is expanding from just Jamie and I to everyone.
0: You could be the you and I know you.
1: You could be the you and <laughs> I know you. I'm going to get that tattooed on my neck.
0: Good God, please don't.
1: <laughs> Maybe on like my forearm or something.
0: So I live in... Asheville, but my husband and I drove to Nashville to watch a concert and it was a really good concert. But Nashville, more like Trashville.
1: I feel like a lot of people actually like Nashville and I've heard it's a very nice city.
0: I'm sure if you go somewhere other than just Broadway Street at three o'clock on a Monday afternoon, it's not trashy. But three o'clock on a Monday afternoon on just Broadway. It's like going
1: <laughs> to a strip club. It's trashy if you go to at a three o'clock on a monday afternoon but if you go on (laughs) friday night it's gonna be very
0: classy yeah cool have you gone anywhere lately nope to the beach nope nothing no No. oh well well maybe we can take you to space and prehistoric maybe not prehistoric i don't know the time period that it's set in anymore
1: ice age collision course is the film this week (laughs) (laughs) with jamie's seamless transition there was getting to yes uh before we get into some info and a summary let's go over some guesses i will kick us off For personal enjoyment, I am guessing a 4 out of 10.
0: My guess for Derek's personal enjoyment, I also guessed a 4 out of 10.
1: For story, I'm guessing a 2 out of 5. For story,
0: I am guessing Derek gave it a 1 out of 5.
1: For visuals, I'm guessing she gave it a 3 out of 5.
0: For visuals, I also guessed he gave it a 3 out of 5.
1: And for rewatchability, I'm guessing a 2 out of 5.
0: For rewatchability, I'm guessing a 1 out of 5. All right. All right, Derek, give us some info about this movie.
1: Directed by Michael Thurmeyer and Galen T. Chu. And starring Ray Romano as Manny the Mammoth, Dennis Leary as Diego the Sabretooth, and John Leguizamo as Sid the uh, Sloth. (laughs) Did
0: you forget? I
1: did. I'm even looking at the poster and I'm like, what is that? (laughs) Also starring Stephanie Beatrice, Chris Wedge, Adam Devine, Queen Latifah, Jesse Tyler Ferguson, Jesse J, Max Greenfield jennifer lopez kiki palmer and nick Offerman. ice age collision course is the fifth film in the ice age franchise and the final film produced by blue sky studios the film was released in the summer of 2016 at the sydney film festival and despite receiving mostly negative reviews collision course still earned over 400 million at the worldwide box office all right jamie tell us about the story of this film
0: Alright, so the movie starts out with Scrat doing his same old stuff. This time around, he finds an alien spaceship and goes into space, hitting some space rocks, resulting in an asteroid flying towards Earth. Back on Earth, Manny and Ellie are prepping for their daughter's wedding. Ellie surprises Manny with a anniversary party for an anniversary that he forgot. But then the space rocks save the day by creating fireworks in the atmosphere. Then the ones that didn't go boom come flying towards Earth, crashing into their party somehow. No one is killed. And then they reunite with Buck, who is being chased by flying flying dinos. That's literally what they were called was flying dinos. Buck tells them of a prophecy that the asteroid that is hurtling towards them now is huge and it's going to kill them, but they might be able to divert it. And so the whole huge gang goes on a journey to a nearby volcano to divert the asteroid away. Also, Peaches, who is Manny's kid, wants to move away after getting married and her parents are trying to stop it. Sid gets a cougar, like not the animal, but like an old lady. And then Sid's grandma becomes a cougar, kind of, there's a llama in there, too. There's a llama? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. literally
0: what I have at the end. It's just, yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. So I feel like based on our guesses and based on your just wholehearted summary of this movie, <laughs> um, I feel like we both kind of feel the same about this movie in that it's not very good.
0: Mm. Mm, It sucks because like out of all the Ice Age, I haven't even seen all the Ice Age. I don't think I've seen the fourth one or I don't don't know. I haven't seen all of them. But the first one I loved and it's probably the only one that I really like. Like I miss the original Manny. I miss the original story. I miss when it was more like it's it's a cartoon, so it's not a historical movie, but it was more realistic, I guess.
1: Right. It was way more realistic. Like the first story was like them coming across a human kid and like having to return it. was a great road trip. Right. It was just like a road trip comedy between like three unlikely friends. Exactly. And like a great subplot with Diego trying to kill them kind of thing. And now there's like a society the animals live in like a Flintstones-esque society where they have like.
0: didn't they all migrate?
1: Yeah, like in the first couple they're all like, they're treated very much like animals. Like they make homes in caves or just Mm -hmm. sleep wherever. They travel. They just move for food. They're animals at like still at the core. But now they're like I said, they're in a Flintstone society. They have marriages for some reason, which I don't think was ever brought up in an earlier thing. Like I don't think Manny ever married the Queen Latifah mammoth. Like I remember when they met in that film, but there was no like wedding or anything.
0: Yeah, I think the next film was just her being pregnant.
1: Yeah. I think Katie actually pointed out and I think this might be true. I think it was like the studio like, well, we can't say a kid's just going to go off and live with a boy. We have to say they're married or something. I don't know. Yeah, this (laughs) film is so it just goes from like one thing to another. And like you said, so you described like the whole story of like the meteor coming and everything and they're like, and there's a prophecy that they might be able to like stop it. And you're like, okay, that sounds interesting. And then Peaches, the daughter, also wants to move out on her own. And they have conversations about it. And they always start and end with if we survive this and like, you know, that really makes that drama feel very unimportant. Mm -hmm. When there's a giant rock coming towards the earth. And obviously, you know, they're not going to die. But,
0: because there is a sixth one. <laughs> because there's a sixth one.
1: But like it's also this drama is not needed in this movie. Like we can focus on the world ending yeah. event here. And like the stupid dinosaurs who want to prevent it because they can think they can fly above the yeah, destruction like, of the planet. It
0: took way too many turns. There's way too many storylines. It had too many characters. It introduced too many characters. It was just too much to follow. I don't know how a child would follow any of it.
1: I don't think they're meant to. I think they're meant to like look at the pretty colors and be like, ooh. Ooh. Yeah, which, ah.
0: (laughs) speaking of which, why the hell is magnets, like a magnetized thing, purple? Like, why is that the color they choose for, like, why is it colored at all?
1: I think they needed a color to signify it. And I understand that. I get that. The science behind the magnets and how they work in this (laughs) don't make any sense at all but whatever apparently they keep people young who cares why but they do they also can produce lightning that's either like funny or like life-threatening
0: yeah that made me laugh when they like poofed up
1: (laughs) that made you laugh (laughs) yeah the only thing that made me laugh was not even a joke the story the thing did it was so katie and i were sitting there watching it and we're talking like and it was right when diego and sid and them they sit down at like the bar or whatever like they Mm -hmm. had a bar for some reason and they're sitting there drinking whatever. I'm like, does Diego eat meat? Because he's a tiger. Tigers need to eat meat. Like they're they're carnivores. They can't not eat meat and right when we were talking about this it showed the female tiger chasing another animal i'm like oh well that that answers (laughs) the question i don't think she was meant to show like she was chasing it to kill it but then they make the joke of them trying to connect with kids but they were eating the red berries and they scared them yeah which means i think they do eat animals and that's why the kids are rightfully scared
0: i think there were some funny moments that i liked like eddie and Crash have a lot of good moments they're out there and it's as though they aren't even part of the movie most of the time so it's just like their own commentary on the movie that's happening but sid and his grandma sid is my favorite i love oh okay i guess we're was your guess sid
1: no it wasn't actually it was and then i changed it i changed it to buck
0: it's my least favorite (laughs) i hate buck
1: he started good. Like, I thought he was going to be kind of no. funny, like the his intro scene when he took on the dinosaurs and saved that egg. And I'm like, okay. He's high energy, kinda singing, kinda crazy. This could be fun, but then No, he's it's,
0: just crazy. It's
1: yeah, it's just crazy.
0: But Sid and his grandma, they're so funny. Like when they're walking and Sid is like, Watch out grandma, lightning is striking and she's like, Do you know how many times I've been struck by lightning? And then she gets struck by lightning and dies and then struck again and comes back to life and she's like, <laughs> And I have nothing has ever happened to me like that. I wasn't expecting that and that cracked me up.
2: <laughs> <There you go. laughs>
1: okay. There there were some chuckles. Wanda Sykes is always amazing. Like she's. Yeah. She's just a funny person. And so just having. And I don't know why, but her playing like the old cantankerous, like old person is apparently like a typecast for her now, because I feel like that keeps happening. She keeps doing like voice work for that, but she does great at it. So who am I to say? Buck and Chip or Chip and Buck, whatever their names are. Not Buck, um, Chippendale, the possums. What? Not them.
0: Eddie and Crash.
1: Eddie and Crash. I you don't like them.
0: You were
1: not even close. I don't. I don't like them. They annoy me to no end. And then oh, there really? was like that's the who, modeling. That's who
0: I guessed was your favorite. No. Was Eddie and Crash?
1: My favorite. Who was your favorite? My favorite was Shira, the lady cat, just because of that one joke that Katie and I made. <laughs> I didn't like anyone in this film. Like, everyone was stupid. One, why is there anniversaries? Why, why exactly.
0: Is... And why do they have the trope of forgetting an anniversary? Like, they don't know years.
1: If it came, everyone loves Raymond for a second. Like, I know you have Ray <laughs> Romano, but doesn't that doesn't need to happen. Why wouldn't they freak out that the sky was exploding? I feel like animals would freak out that the sky was exploding like that.
0: Who made the prophecy?
1: Who made the prophecy? Why didn't they all just go to the dino land? Because clearly, that's where you survive the asteroid, because that's where the dinosaurs survived the last asteroid right there's, and there's so much pop culture references now.
0: Oh, I know. It's gotten to the point where it's just, it's annoying.
1: I think there were some in the first film that were like kind of like tongue in Very cheek. Very small,
0: but not like now.
1: Yeah. The llama literally talks out of his ass. Like literally.
0: <laughs> Which there, let's talk about how many fucking characters there were. Why was there so many big name actors in this? It's like the fifth movie. Why are so many people in this movie?
1: Because it probably took a day to record all their lines. They got paid a couple hundred thousand if not a couple million to do it. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you get paid a couple million to be in a bad movie and just Mm. do this? Do what we do, but get paid a couple million for it and it would just be in a bad movie. But who cares? You got a couple million dollars.
0: One of the things that I enjoyed while watching this movie had nothing to do with the movie. It was me trying to figure out who was the voices. (laughs) Yes,
1: that was our favorite part too. It was like anytime someone would come on, like like when the llama came on, Katie's like, oh, that's the guy from Modern Family. I'm like, yep. Yeah, it took me a
0: minute to realize who Schmidt was. So I was like, Shmitty. yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> and it was OK, this is going to sound weird when I found out it was Adam Devine being the other mammoth. I'm like, that's interesting. And this is going to sound really weird, but it kind of felt like they wanted to make that mammoth black like he was a darker fur color than all that. His hair had a somewhat very tight curl to the front of it to kind of make it look like an afro. And for some reason, they gave him like a lot of like he did a lot of like fist bump Thing and like they gave him a lot of like really bad slang lines. But See,
0: I saw it as Queen Latifah is the mob mammoth yeah. and then Ray Mono, they're that. And then Kiki Palmer is the daughter and then Adam Devine is the boyfriend, fiance. Right. Yeah, my viewpoint is that he was just trying, that was his character. Like it was a, I keep saying the word trope, but yeah. that was a trope of a white guy acting black, which really bugged me. That. Gangster. Yeah. <laughs> the word gangster
1: quote unquote yeah like I just feel like with the design to like they were trying to go for that but then like they couldn't get a black actor who'd actually assign like all of them were like no no this no we're gonna just steer clear from this you're welcome
0: my viewpoint was that he they needed someone who played a boyfriend that parents don't like and I feel like Adam Divide is that perfect boyfriend that parents don't like but also was trying to suck up to the parents and I feel he's just he's just that guy.
1: He's also completely unnecessary in this film, though. Like you either needed to like cut out the like Shangri-La Lama and all that stuff or cut out all the family drama.
0: Well, see, I feel like they either needed the forgot the anniversary because that had absolutely nothing to do with the rest. Like anything. Oh, yeah. Take out the whole anniversary thing. That was pointless as hell. Only have the daughter getting married and moving away. Keep that as their small family issue. That's it. Right.
1: I'd say get rid of any marriage talk. They should not be talking marriage. They should just be talking like, we're going to go start our own herd or whatever.
0: No, yeah, I totally get that. Like, it's way too unrealistic. It's really annoying. They just needed to do away with the movie overall.
1: They, yeah, they should have ended it at the third one. And I feel like then they, when people would have thought like, Ice Age, that was a pretty fun kids trilogy. Yeah.
0: I think they should have just done the one and done and just one enjoyed and done. it. Yeah, because I, I genuinely really like the first movie. Like, it's one that i enjoy watching oh yeah
1: i can still remember remember stuff from it like the whole fight scene for the last melon with all the dodo birds the dodo birds yeah falling off the ledge and that being like why they went extinct that's great the rhinos that keep like coming up throughout the whole thing that's awesome (laughs) and then there's like some actual drama with diego and like his lion clan exactly and they're trying to
0: find the people but My biggest issue with the movies is why don't they ever bring people back?
1: Yeah. (laughs) We know people are in this universe or in this world. Like, why are they never brought up?
0: Yeah. There's obviously so much wrong with this movie, and I wish they went a different direction with the sequels for Ice Age. Like I wish Sid had more of a storyline instead of some shitty thing where he's like, I'm not gonna get married, and then he meets this random lady and they mate for life.
1: Completely loves him. Like, no there's not giving any reason like doesn't do anything he just walks in and she's like boom i'm in love yeah just because
0: I wish they had kept Manny, Sid, and Diego the main characters instead of Ellie, Manny, and Peaches the main characters.
1: No one's given enough time to be a main character in this. Mm -hmm. I guess Manny would be the closest thing, but even then, there's so much Buck that he's almost a main character. He's just introduced a little later. (laughs) I
0: hate him. I don't like his character at all. Like, even in the movie where they introduced him, I was just like, this guy's like, they're just trying to be so out there. They're making such a weird guy, and then the weird, Weasel brothers. Like, I do find them funny when they do their own commentary, but they do get annoying. I agree with you. They do get annoying. There's just some things where they're like kind of funny. There's just too many characters. There's too much stuff going on that you can't appreciate right. anyone.
1: Also, even though she was my favorite character, like, why does Diego have a love interest? Like, I think yeah. she came, she must have come in in a different film.
0: Yeah, she had to have. Cause when she caught, popped up, I was like, huh?
1: <laughs> right. I didn't even realize it was JLo till like the end of the film. And I'm like, oh shit, that's JLo. They got. Heard being in a recording booth for like probably five minutes to say five lines, and there's yeah, there's just so much s- stupid stuff that, like, I know the first one is about three animals saving a human baby, like, that's not what would happen, obviously, like, that's not realistic, but it still kept like it within the suspension of disbelief yeah. Now this one they throw a bunch of crystals into a volcano and the climax is like they let a giant crystal go down the volcano so it, and shoots up and arcs into volcano which caused the volcano to erupt but it doesn't shoot all the stuff it just creates a storm a magnetic storm that lets the comet or the asteroid get super close to the earth like almost touching the actual animals they're fine though even though that thing is probably like thousands of degrees they're fine and it just like barely skirts and then goes off Mm -hmm. what
0: but the crystals were magical and made animals stay young for hundreds of years and then one tiny crystal falls from the sky after all of this happens and all these animals turn old and goes into some water and creates the fountain of youth
1: which, yeah, why did they, like, have Sid have her go off and be like, Sid, go off and have your own life without me. I'm old. I'm going to die. So, like, you need to have live your own life to only, like, literally, like, 30 seconds later, have her show up and be like, I'm young again.
0: Yeah. How does she stay young when she's not at the Fountain of Youth? It's, yeah. uh, And it was weird, like, but also funny how sexual the movie is. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's, I mean, I, I will say that's one thing that I think has been there since the beginning. One of the side plots in the first movie is Sid's trying to find a mate, and he keeps trying to get in, like, like a jacuzzi with the female sloths. I think he sloths. just
0: wandered into a jacuzzi with female sloths. And then he left for a second to go talk to Manny to try because he had the baby with him. Right. And he goes and back. And then he left and he comes back and the rhinos are in there.
1: Doesn't make sense, but it's funny. <laughs> yeah, but like I was saying, so much of this doesn't make sense. There's a, like just a quick shot where like when they were trying to move all this stuff, I think it was Peaches and Queen Latifah were like swinging on vines to like move stuff. And I'm like.
0: That's because Queen Latifah's character was raised with oh, the right. Weasel Brothers or whatever they are. That was was her, her storyline where she was yeah she was raised with them in the yeah
1: cheeks. so that she thinks she's a possum so she can do mm-hmm. that which sure <laughs> I don't have okay. energy for this movie anymore
0: uh, it took so much effort to just watch it I'm for looking me. through
1: my notes just to see if there's yeah. like anything else I need to mention Um, oh of course it ends with a, a dance party as all bad animated films must do now like I mean
0: Hotel Transylvania 4 started with a bad dance party <gasps> Stop making so many sequels to good children's movies. Keep the original original and keep it good. Stop making and then sequels. Go make just make another original. original kids movie. Exactly. God.
1: It's not that hard. You did it once.
0: Who would you suggest this to, Derek? I
1: would say <laughs> su- I, I don't know. People who want their kids to shut up for an hour and a half. That's about it. It's
0: actually an hour and 41 minutes.
1: I'm actually looking at IMDb. It says an hour and 34 minutes. It can't even decide how long it wants to be.
0: I'd say the people who just want to continue the series because they have to? Because it's like some OCD thing, or older children? Because not young kids. It's too sexual for young kids, and they wouldn't be able to follow. All right, Ugh. let's do our ratings.
1: Who we breezed through that conversation.
0: I know. I wanted to not talk about this so much.
1: It's good. We'll we'll have more time for our mini segment and mini exactly. game, which will be fun. All right.
0: So my guess for Derek's personal enjoyment was a four out of ten
1: and i gave it a two out of ten i did not like this film yeah like there were a couple of funny moments it was yeah. kind of okay that's about it uh, my guess was a four out of ten
0: i gave it a five out of ten because i was able to laugh at sid and his grandma and the two brothers and yeah okay
1: nice 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 For story, I guessed a two out of five.
0: I gave it a two out of five. I wish they did less story, but it was a good idea. They just, if they had focused on the asteroid coming to Earth and like Mm -hmm. stopped with the family drama and stopped with the flying dinos, just focus on the one story that would have been good enough for this fifth installment of Ice Age. (laughs) Yes. I guessed a one out of five for you for story.
1: I gave it a one out of five. I thought the story was just terrible. Like I said, (laughs) they're introducing characters in like the final act. Mm -hmm. They have storylines introduced in the first act that don't go anywhere it's it's all pointless it's it's all pointless it's all pointless y'all it's all pointless that's (laughs) visuals i'm guessing a three out of five
0: i gave it a two out of five Uh, like say yeah it's just it's it's not terrible but it's not great and they went really creatively on the animals and i'm over that yes and i guessed a Three out of five.
1: I gave it a three out of five. What can I say? I'm a sucker for purples and pinks. And this this movie had a (laughs) lot of purples and pinks. So I thought it looked pretty good. The animation (laughs) itself is like, I feel like it's the same from the first film, which it shouldn't be. Mm -hmm. But it's not terrible animation. And I like the pinks and purples.
0: And then for rewatchability, I guessed a one out of five.
1: I gave it a one out of five. And I guessed a two out of five for rewatchability.
0: Gave it a two out of five for rewatchability.
1: I believe that means we tie, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Yeah, we're each off by two.
1: Yes, Uh, we both, that's not that surprising. I think we both knew we were not gonna like this movie. Yeah, and we didn't neither one of us got the other's favorite Favorite character. character.
0: We got our least favorite character. You guessed Buck, and that was my least, and I guessed Eddie and Crash, and you did not (laughs) like them at all. No. (laughs) That's so funny. You guys don't watch this. If you haven't seen it, don't watch it. Just watch the first one and then if you want to watch another one just watch the first one again
1: <laughs> i'd say maybe watch the second one I, I can remember the second one being not terrible
0: yeah i after I'd that, stick
1: with done. the first i would say stick with the first but if you want to watch one after the first i think it's okay to watch the second disagree
0: <laughs> which hey let's stop being such downers and go on to our mini segment
1: here we go And here we are back in the mini-segment. This time, we are doing a brand new mini-segment called Triple Threat. Basically, each one of us is going to get assigned a director, genre, or actor and we will come up with one of those pitch it to the other two and then we'll all work together to come up with an amazing film based on those actors genres and directors
0: ah and the key word there is other two other two
1: because like we said in the opening we have a guest with us this time he is gardner davis from the gdt podcast gardner say something to the folks
2: Well, first of all, thank you guys so much for having me on the show. Uh, It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, I'm Gardner Davis. I'm a co-host of the GDT podcast or Good Data podcast. And uh, you can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. We talk about movies we love and interview independent filmmakers, two episodes a week. It's a good time. Come see what we're all about. Yes, I was there a couple of weeks ago recording an episode with them and
1: it was a blast. It was so much fun. Y'all check it out. But let's get into this mini segment. So we decided beforehand Garner was able to pick the actor and Jamie and I are going to flip a coin right now to see who gets genre and who gets director. Here we go. Yes. Live corn flip.
0: Wait, we oh, hey, we have to decide what is what and who gets it. You can't just flip a coin.
1: <laughs> I can and I will. <laughs>
0: So I'm going to say heads is director, tails is genre. Which one do you want? Uh, or do you want to do heads you, tails me, and then you pick what you want?
1: Uh, okay. I like heads director, tails genre, and you'll call it in the air. Yeah? Because I'm flipping it. I can't call it. That's cheating. Ready? Here we go.
0: Tails.
1: It is heads. So that I don't know, I know what get, that means. I get genre. <laughs> I don't know what that means, honestly, either. <laughs> We're not as organized as you are on the GDT podcast.
0: Say, aren't you glad you're on like, the it. most organized podcast ever?
1: I like it. Head was director. I get director. You get genre. That's the way I'm working that out in my mind. Um, right
0: on. Perfect. I liked my genres. so.
1: Awesome. All right. We'll kick it back to Garner and he'll kick us off with the actor. So, Gardner, what actor or actors are going to be leading this film?
2: OK, so am I just going with one or can I have, you multiple? Can have, one, you can have a couple or you can
1: just go with one? Your choice, man.
2: All right, here we go. We've got 1970s Tim Curry Ooh. and present day Charlize Theron. Oh, OK. Ooh, that's interesting.
0: All right, Derek, give us the director of this movie.
1: OK, so for director, I am going to choose Taika Waititi. Very fun director. And I feel like he can yes. also tackle serious stuff. So we can kind of Him play. Him and
0: Tim Curry, 1970s Tim Curry.
1: Oh, they'll have fun together. Yeah. They'll have a lot of that's fun together. That's a good combo. All right. And Jamie, what genre are we going to be making a movie in?
0: We're going to be doing a 2000s era rom-com. Oh, <laughs>
1: Oh, oh! I was not expecting that at all. I know
0: it's the curveball here. I'd like to see you two dudes come up with a good rom-com 2000s oh, era this. where it's problematic.
2: <laughs> it's got to be problematic. Oh god!
0: A lot of rom-coms in that era were very problematic.
2: Are you trying to get us in trouble,
1: Jamie?
0: I yeah. She's trying not?
1: to cancel us and have the only podcast.
0: <laughs> I know myself. I'm Jamie. This is me. <laughs>
1: So I guess we got to hit the elephant in the room. Is it going to be like 70s Curry with present Charlize falling in love? Is that?
0: It has to be. Those are the two main people.
1: Right. I think Garner picked a really good two leading a couple duo. there. yeah. <laughs> that is an interesting combo.
0: Obviously, it's going to be really funny because of
1: Takawakiki. Right. But who's going to be the main character here? Each rom-com I think has a main character.
0: I think we should flip it up and have Tim Curry be like the main person who is being approached by Charlize Theron instead of the girl being approached by the man. So yeah. would
1: Charlize then be like the main character? Like she, we no. follow her? No. Oh no, we're following Tim Curry. Mm-hmm. Tim Curry's the main character. Tim okay. Curry's the guy. Tim Curry's rarely a main character. He, he doesn't get to shine as the lead that often.
0: Well, we'll let him shine like a diamond.
1: Let him shine like the Tim Curry diamond that he is. Oh!
0: <laughs> Okay, so what's the scenario here? What are the two main actors dealing with? What is Taika Waititi? I feel like I'm saying his name wrong every time I say it.
1: Waititi. I'll
0: just call him Taika. Can Taika make it like funny or would it be more serious? Like a...
1: Oh, I think it would definitely be way more funny. It would be funny, wouldn't it? I think it'd have to be. I think he's known... That's his brand. Yeah, he's definitely known for being more funny. He can tackle serious issues while being funny, but I think he's definitely known for the more humorous stuff, like from what we do in the shadows to the Thor films and Jojo Rabbit... I guess a very serious topic, but very humorous movie.
0: Okay, so what's the meet cute between the two main people that he comes up with?
1: Should we go like full lifetime and make like Tim Curry like a hardworking city boy who moves <laughs> to the co- moves Sanders. to the country?
2: <laughs> no, <laughs> I like the idea of Tim Curry being like a sideshow circus performer Ooh. or something like that, and Charlize goes to the sideshow and and he catches her eye. Oh, I like this because I'm thinking like Rocky Horror Picture Show. Tim Curry,
1: yeah, you know? Yeah. very out there, bombastic. I feel like that Tim Curry would be getting a lot of suitors at that sideshow, maybe. So, what about Charlize Theron? Is like, is he going to be initially attracted to her too, or is she going to have to like something work has for to the make shy? it stand out? It has right. to be a meet cute. Does something go wrong during that performance?
2: What if she thinks that his performance is so fantastic that he can have his own show and take it on the road and leave oh. the sideshow behind? Oh. She's like a straight laced business manager.
1: Oh, OK. See, now we're getting into the Lifetime film. She's the like. Yeah. Yeah. It's the not a lace. lifetime film,
0: Derek. gets a 2000s <laughs> era rom-com. <laughs>
1: lifetime film. Same, we're saying the same things here. No, I like that. She has to learn to kind of loosen up a little bit, but he also has to learn how to buckle down so he can, you know, I like that. They can meet in the middle somewhere. But
0: mm-hmm. Charlize has a boyfriend already.
1: Of course she does. Does she have a boyfriend, fiance or husband?
2: If we're trying to make it a little bit problematic you know or cheating on the boyfriend with Tim Curry something like that
1: yeah and like the more committed the more problematic it is so i think we hit that middle ground of fiance should we, should we cast that fiance real quick should we try to find like oh i got i got it yeah james marston
0: it's everything yeah
1: he's the yeah, he's, he's the perfect person to get cucked like just, just yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: I mean, he was in the he's notebook. He was face. the side piece in the notebook. So he was the go. side
1: piece in Not the side X-Men. piece,
0: But he was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The third he, wheel. So he's a good side piece. <laughs>
1: he was the third wheel in Superman Returns.
0: OK, so she's oh, yeah. dating James Marston yep. and she meets. And falls in love with Tim Curry and becomes like his business manager to take him on the road. What problem does Tim Curry have with this?
2: She's trying to like change his act a little bit to make it more like general audiences friendly, and he wants it to stay niche. Yeah, I
1: like that kind of keep it. Throw in shades of uh, a Star Is Born kind of thing. A little bit of that in there. Where like they both want him to grow, but he kind of wants to stay true to himself. She's pushing maybe a little bit too hard, but he's not compromising enough. What's gonna be the thing that? sets it like there's got to be that final straw right before the climax that separates them. And they're all sad for like 10 minutes. What, is, is it going to be like a misunderstanding where like
2: she thinks she sees him kissing someone else? I mean, that's pretty par for the course for like a 2000s era rom-com, isn't it? The big thing that breaks them apart before they get back together is something that could easily be sorted out with like a three minute conversation, right? Exactly.
0: Uh, what if his show is with an ex? But they have just decided to be friends. And she starts to think that they're they're, they're starting things more. up again while she's getting ready to leave James Marsden. She's scared that he's starting stuff up again with his ex.
1: I could see that. Or what if like the ex? Yeah. Wants to come in and like.
0: Yeah. She also wants, wants to, come to bring the sh-
1: Right. Wants to have him back. Then Charlie Theron opens like the office door at the wrong time. And she's sitting there like
2: leaning over him. And it's not what it looks like. She used to be part of the act. And then they go on the road, and he leaves her behind. And then she comes back, and she's you know destitute or in some desperate uh, situation or something like that. And yeah, like she's she's trying to seduce him. Charlize Theron comes in at the wrong moment, you know, instead of having a conversation. Runs off. Big dramatic moment.
1: Starts raining, obviously. Yeah. Has to be rain. Has to be raining. And then I think there's one final thing we have to decide. I
0: don't know. I feel like we are missing a really big key element of this genre.
1: What is that? You're the expert here.
0: I am. Is getting the montage makeover.
1: Oh, well, that's got to be Tim Curry. Tim Curry gets the makeover.
0: Right, so she's trying to make him more.
1: Like Gardner said, trying to make a more general audience. So he's going to be looking like Tim Curry looks like
2: Tim Curry. And yeah. like, like he said, like, it. oh, my gosh, I'm blanking <laughs> on the name of the movie. Rocky Horror. Rocky Horror. Yeah. <laughs> <Rocky> kind of like, <laughs> yeah, the beginning like he looks like Rocky Horror. Right. And then she puts him into something a little more accessible.
0: Straight Lace.
1: And at the end, he's in like a middle ground between slightly accessible, Mm -hmm. but still a little rocky horror kind of thing.
2: We could even have two makeover montages where at the end, once they've fallen in love, he gives her a crazy sideshow.
0: No, she comes up to him like Sandy and Grease looking like him to be like, I want to be with you and be like this with you.
1: There you go.
2: That's perfect
1: so that's her big thing like he needs a big thing does he like devise a whole new show for her like that's gotta be the end right like it's gotta be like a whole new performance maybe months have gone by Trace Theron gets a haircut to show that time has passed And sorry, that's a little bit of an inside joke between us. <laughs> Every movie, watch it. They always cut women's hair to show that time has passed.
2: I've never, you know, I think that's one of those things that you notice and then you don't think about yeah. it. And then once you point it out, you just ruin so many movies. <laughs> me, thank you.
1: But yeah, she comes in and like the show's going on and it's just all for her. Like it's all about Charlize, whatever her name in the movie is. Is that Does that work or should it be a more subdued moment? And like she goes crazy, bombastic moment. Like she does a crazy thing for him. And he does. She joins him on stage. Oh, she was. Practicing a perform like like Jamie like he said. What is his
0: performance? What is his? We
1: never show? did say that. I would assume some form of like I was picturing some form of acrobatics with weird like dancing like, or something. Like a
2: contortionist, yeah, type show.
1: I, I like that. I feel like a contortionist would be kind of cool. And like Just picturing she was, Tim
0: Curry doing this is like
1: <laughs> 1970s Tim Curry. Yeah, yeah in yeah. fishnets. In fishnets, exactly. At the end, Charlize Theron comes onto the stage, and we've seen that she's also been learning either contortion or maybe her own thing. To bring to the show
2: mm-hmm. not the same thing but something that complements what he's doing yeah you know so he does some sort of acrobatic contortion act and then she comes out there and starts you know juggling swords and spitting fire into the air <laughs> or something like that I,
1: I like i think we should just go crazy with it at the end like she literally like just you think it's gonna yeah, be a sweet Taiko moment
0: definitely would
1: exactly and she just like yeah. pulls out like a bunch of knives and like lights them on fire
2: and just like wah absolutely i keep forgetting the the taika Aspect of it, but absolutely, it's got to be big and loud and bold. And you've got some incredibly popular song,
0: yeah. What's the song? Is what I was going to ask next because this soundtracks in these genres are amazing. Oh, that's
1: a tough one. What's the song? I think we
0: each need to come up with a song because there's obviously it's a soundtrack, so everyone come up with a song. I don't know why I want this song came to mind, but Benny and the Jets,
1: Benny and the Jets, Benny and the Jets. I could see
2: that, I could see like Crocodile Rock,
0: yeah.
1: Oh. God, your eyes is so much better than mine. I wish all I could think of was accidentally in love.
0: Well, that's a good one, too, because they accidentally fell in love. Aw.
2: See, that's that's almost the most thematically appropriate one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So oh, are we going to go with that one then or?
0: No, all three like of them. Well, it's a soundtrack.
2: Crocodile Rockin is definitely like a that's that's a montage song. Yeah, that, that sure.
1: is. That could be a good like the first Tim Curry makeover montage. I can see people like going like, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That that'd be great.
2: Yeah. And then you have like a few of his first performances, like when they first hit the road. Mm -hmm.
1: Everything's going good. It's all jiving. She's ignoring calls from her boyfriend. So you're like, Mm. "Uh -uh oh, but it's good. I like (laughs) this. This is good. All right. I think we need to come up with a title. Right. Oh, man. How
2: punny. That's Should what I'm trying to think of, be? like, the
0: best pun.
2: Right, because those rom-com titles, they're always kind of exactly a pun in some way, right? Mm-hmm. Or a reference to an established idiom of some kind.
1: I'm trying to think of, like, something with Sideshow 2. Just, like, Sideshow Love. But that sounds so generic.
2: Sideshow me your love. Oh,
1: Sideshow, show me your love.
0: When I hear sideshow, though, I don't think of a romance movie. I think of Sideshow Bob from this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and that just makes me really uncomfortable.
1: Circus of Love. Make it more of a circus. Circus of Love. Love is a circus. Love is a circus. Yeah, that could work if we change tim curry to a clown we could call it like clowning around i don't know
0: no <laughs> no clowns
1: <laughs> oh yeah we just talked about that in the last episode jamie does not like clowns
0: i kill ronald I'm mcdonald you, jamie
1: yeah thank she you killed, she killed ronald mcdonald in the last episode so you just what did you do
2: like a fuck mary kill with like famous clowns no, no we did it, it with, with fast, fast food fast food, people. <laughs> fast food icons oh nice <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he's the easy kill right there.
0: I would not fuck or marry a clown.
2: No, but Wendy Wendy seems like she'd be nice to be married to.
0: That wasn't an option. I was given Jack in the Box, Burger King, and Ronald McDonald.
2: And she killed
1: Ronald. He's the only one with an actual face.
0: (laughs) That's a clown. We
1: just, we we got into, it got heated in the last episode. I'm sure.
0: Yeah.
2: Emotions are high when it comes to fast food.
1: (laughs) Very much so. Alright, where are we on a title? I like the, like, Love is a Circus... Cause that's so generic that the circus doesn't even have to be a huge part. You can just show like one big tent.
2: That's that's more to do with the genre, though. Like, I feel like Taika would give it some sort of titular flair.
1: Mm, something like that's kind of obscure about the like a very small part of the thing that means a lot. Right. So What would be that one mm-hmm. thing? I don't know. It's because we don't have like dialogue or character names. Ooh, ooh. What about like so the fish nets could be a big thing and something about like more fish in the sea and. Loving, you know, kind of relationship. I was like that. I going feel more like netting. I feel like there's something there. Maybe am I just grasping at straws?
2: Mm. No, because nets, nets are also like a big part of like a circus act. Yeah. Like You know, like acrobats will have them underneath them in case they fall. Yeah.
0: The catch. Like, fall,
2: like falling without a net. I like both of those. I like the catch like the a like the little catch. more. The
1: catch. The catch. Colon falling without a net. <laughs> <laughs> the catch too. Colon falling without a net. We don't know what happened in the first. The catch. The first. We well, got the sequel
2: title already. <laughs>
1: No, the first The Catch was about two fishermen that fell in love, and this
2: is The Catch 2. <laughs> I love it. We just made a franchise. <laughs> oh, right, I, like cool. I
1: like The, the Catch. I like The Catch. The Catch is good. So, do we have a tagline? Falling without a net would be a good like tagline. This summer, fall without a net or something.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. Boom.
0: Boom. We made a movie. We Copyright. made a
1: movie. So, <laughs> this summer, coming to theaters, The Catch. Starring Tim Curry and Charlize Theron watches these two unexpected lovers fall in love in the high wire, high stakes world of the circus. Can they work these two lovers work it out? I don't know. Well, sideshow. (laughs) (laughs) Can they work it out? Who knows? Final, final question. Yeah. Would you pay to see this movie absolutely
0: yeah it's a romance movie I'd go
1: yeah I think just because of Taiko Waititi I'd have to check it out um, it's,
2: it's such a crazy combination of that trio plus James <laughs> Marsden's in it too yeah. oh yeah
1: <laughs>
0: all right everyone well that was our very first triple threat let us know what you think of our movie and if you would watch it
1: and if there are any studios out there call us clearly we can put a movie pitch together real quick under 30 minutes come on this kind of service is invaluable but you know what <laughs> you know what that means <laughs> it's time for our mini game mini
0: all right everybody this week we are all gonna play a well-known well-loved would you rather so i think because Gardner's our guest he needs to start it off
2: okay i got i got a couple good ones here we're going off of space dinos. yeah oh yeah okay. all right so here we go we've got Would you rather have to spend six months on the International Space Station, but you have to give birth to an alien life form or spend six years on the International Space Station and not be able to leave?
0: What kind of alien (laughs) and giving birth how?
2: I mean, giving birth, (laughs) like not like the uh, chestburster in alien.
1: Okay, so you're surviving the birthing process here. assumedly. Yes.
2: Yes. And you have to care for it.
1: Um, well, maybe not. Maybe not. That's
2: that's not part of the question. I mean, you could just. Yeah, you could just jet it out you into space. You could eat it. E- eat it. Good God. Yeet it. <laughs> yeet it into space. Uh-huh. Oh,
0: I heard eat it too. And I was like, good God. <laughs> you could
2: eat it too. It's an alien life form. That's not cannibalism.
0: So how long was the first one?
2: Six months. And you have to give birth to the alien life form or six years before you can leave.
1: Giving birth can already fuck you up. So what is giving birth to an alien life form going to do?
0: Especially Derek.
1: Yeah. He has no vagina. <laughs> I don't have a vagina. Is he pooping out
0: this this alien? Are you throwing it up? Yeah, you gotta
1: make do. Okay. That's a (laughs) little more reassuring, honestly.
0: I think I'd do the six years.
1: I think I'd go with the six years too. Yeah. Yeah. Giving birth is already a scary concept, I believe, for uh, most men. So giving birth to an alien (laughs) doesn't sound as as appetizing.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Fun. All right, Derek. (laughs) What's your first one?
1: All right, this one's fun. Would you rather watch all of the Ice Age films? Oh, God or watch all of the Alvin and the Chipmunks films. There is six Ice Age films and only... For elvin and the chipmunks films and the live action elvin and the chipmunks not all of the animated ones there's like 20 of them
2: i would have to go with the ice age films yeah 100 the chipmunk voices are far too annoying for me to deal with i mean is this a binge you have to watch them like all back to back i'll say like yeah maybe not all in like one day
1: but like we'll give you a weekend you got to watch yeah. all of them ice age
2: one hundred percent. Because Ice Age is actually like enjoyable as an adult. Uh, I haven't seen. You're did you watch? Uh, we told you
1: what we <laughs> were watching this week. Did you by chance uh, get to watch? So I did not watch this one, oh. but
2: I have very fond memories of Ice Age one and two uh, from when That's I was younger, when it and ended I preferred the good
0: it. stuff.
1: Ended. Yeah, yeah. The first two I think are pretty good. <laughs> For those of you who are listening to the podcast, you know Jamie and I did not like Ice Age five. It was very bad. Yeah. But yeah. I like your the Alvin and Chipmunks. The voices are not. Great, and those movies don't start off great and only get worse.
0: I'd go with the Alvin and the Chipmunks, less movies.
1: It's two less movies, and
0: it's just I I can't do the sequels of those animated (laughs) movies. I'm over animated sequels.
1: (laughs) You're done with that. All right, Jamie, what is your first one?
0: (sighs) Would you rather have a pet dino or a pet mammoth?
1: What dino? That's a large variety, because like
0: go with like your favorite dinosaur.
2: Oh, see. I haven't thought about Pterodactyl. that. Pterodactyl. Think of mine would be like a Triceratops. I think I'd go with the woolly mammoth because you could travel around on that thing.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah,
1: I feel like the woolly mammoth would be somehow calmer and somehow easier to like domesticate. It's soft. Yeah, you could probably be, like shear it to make really nice wool or something.
2: It'd be the most expensive wool in the world because you'd have the only one. Oh,
1: you'd become so rich off this woolly mammoth.
0: I would want a dinosaur. Y'all are crazy.
1: <laughs> what dinosaur would you pick?
0: I can't ever remember the name. I think it's like Brontosaurus. The one with like the super long neck.
2: Yeah. I, but I think it's, it's Brontosaurus. not that
0: one. It's like the biggest version of that one. I can never remember the name of it.
2: I just feel like Jurassic Park like just ruined dinosaurs for me. Like I think they're cool as hell but I'm just scared of wait, them now. Yeah. Wait. Hold up. Jamie. Didn't you s- <laughs> did not we not watch
1: Jurassic Park for this episode because you were too Afraid of dinosaurs that you can't even watch the movie, but you're gonna pick to have an actual dinosaur.
0: I'm not choosing a <laughs> dinosaur that's gonna eat me. You thank don't think very that.
1: much. Well, I guess you're picking an herbivore. It could still step on you and kill you. It's no. pretty big. It can't see down there. I should know. <laughs> I'm pretty tall. I step on things all the time.
0: <laughs> all right, Gardner, your next one. All
2: right, my next one I got a, a space dino spin on a classic Would You Rather. Would you rather fight one? T-Rex-sized chicken in space or a 100 chicken-sized T-Rexes on Earth?
1: Okay, so the T-Rex-sized chicken in space that's basically getting to live out the Jimmy Neutron movie, which is pretty cool. But I feel like I could take on a hundred chicken-sized T-Rexes and that would be really fun.
0: I'd say that one too be terrifying because I can't even imagine taking on a hundred chickens. <laughs> <laughs> Let alone little chickens that like have the teeth and the mouth and but do I have a weapon? That's that key. On Ooh. Earth, do I have a weapon or is it just my body fighting these things
2: that's a good caveat i'm gonna say yeah i'm gonna say for both you've got weapons
1: okay if i definitely have like a bat or something th- these chicken-sized dinos don't stand a chance i got them <laughs> like give me a golf club you can just keep swinging boom
2: boom boom they just keep lining up you just keep swinging away so you've got like the uh the like 100 fourth grader strategy where you like post up on top of like the bleachers yeah <laughs> and you just kick them in the face as they crawl up towards you that's perfect i love that like yeah you just yeah listen to obi-wan Kenobi, you
1: find some high ground and you're 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 good. You're done. There you go. Okay,
0: you went in a weird. Why Obi Wan Kenobi?
1: Anakin, I have the high ground in episode three. Oh yeah, on.
0: I thought you were referencing Anakin the, killing look all at the, the kids. Blanket
1: behind me. Look at the Anakin killing the kids. I'd be like Anakin <laughs> swapping down those kids <laughs> with those chickens. <laughs> You'd be yeah, you'd be
2: like both of them exactly. Channel both of those guys. Obi Wan Anakin. I I don't know. If I had weapons, I think I'd rather fight the T Rex sized chicken. Cause like, imagine you know, even just twenty chickens coming at you. Yeah,
0: chickens are terrifying.
2: They're scary.
1: Yeah, I just feel like that'd be it'd be so much more fun to be like holding the club, bat, whatever in my hand.
0: He does have a point. Maybe the the chicken in space. Then I just only have to kill like one thing. Wait, do I have to kill it or can I capture it and domesticate?
2: (laughs) You just have to fight it. What? What happens after the fight
1: is over is up to you. So you're trying to turn this into a King Kong situation. We know how that goes. That's not going to end no, well either. If
0: it was the chicken-sized T-Rexes, then I could fight them become their supreme overlord and just raise them.
1: You just got to find the biggest one out of all the chicken-sized ones and take him out and show that you're the alpha, and there you go.
0: Yeah, if I can domesticate them and farm them, I'm choosing all them. Right.
1: Yeah, I'm choosing the chickens. I'm choosing the <laughs> hundred dinos. I think I can take them. Alrighty. If an extinction-level asteroid was about to hit the planet, would you rather be right where the asteroid hits or on the exact opposite side of the planet? I'd rather be where Right where the
2: asteroid hits because if it's an extinction level event you're going to die regardless i'd rather get you know vaporized instantly than have to deal with 900 foot waves and mountains moving and all that kind of scary right, stuff potentially die of like not necessarily the impact
1: but stuff resulting from that
2: yeah i'd rather take the quick way out
1: just yeah lights out right i like that i think i would agree with that what if i added there is a very small possibility of survival on the other side.
0: I uh, See, I uh, if it was coming to that, like people say with zombie invasions, I would just out myself. I wouldn't want to deal with <laughs> you any of it. see the
2: asteroid coming and you just, boom, done. Like, nope, we're, we're done with it.
0: <laughs> Take control of my own death.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would do the same because like, what is there to live for yeah. at that
1: point? All right. So you guys would just off yourselves, just not even wait for the asteroid to get there.
2: <laughs> oh, I, I'd wait for the asteroid to get there, but I'm standing directly beneath it. Yeah. You're trying to catch it. <laughs> yeah.
0: I got it. Arms
2: outstretched. (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
0: I throw a giant magnet into the sky to divert it as it's like three feet away from my head. That's what happened in the movie.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And it worked. So it would work here.
0: Yeah, exactly. You
1: got to throw the magnet in a volcano, Jamie, and then have the volcano erupt. Yeah,
0: I can do that. I have the power. All right. So my next one, I went more so on the name of Ice Age and took something out of that. Would you rather never age physically or never age mentally?
1: Starting like now? Yeah. Well, because I never age physically because I mentally, I'm mostly there. So I I feel like I'm good.
0: (laughs) You don't know if you could get dementia or Alzheimer's or go crazy, get schizophrenia in the future. I don't know.
1: Yeah, but technically those come from a deterioration of the physical brain. So if I don't Age physically; those things wouldn't happen.
0: These are two separate things. Your brain
1: is a physical is thing. The
0: mentally, Derek. It's a the physical brain thing. Is your mental capacity the physical? Is you would just look exactly as you are right now. God, I hate playing "Which <laughs> You Rather" with Derek sometimes, Gardner. You don't understand <laughs> how I frustrating it, it is. Because I think about actually
1: logic into these situations to feel to suss out how I'd actually feel about him.
2: Yeah, I mean, Derek, you you raise a good point. <laughs> but if, if you're saying, Jamie, that it's it's only the exterior yeah. that doesn't age and you, it's separate from your brain, I would still take the physical. I would still not age physically because I don't want to like get old and wrinkly.
1: <laughs> yeah, I agree. Like so when you say we don't age physically, do we still die?
0: It's not never die. It's just you would live to your normal death day. It's just you would either look as you do right now and have the mind of like a 90-year-old or look like a 90-year-old but be completely like focused in and able to live your normal Mm. life.
1: I feel like I'd maybe want to do the mental one then because like with the physical one you might not notice yourself getting old so death might be more of a surprise. So like you look young and you're like aha I look young I feel great here we go and then clap. But with the mental one you're noticing the signs, like, oh I can feel my kidney failing.
2: I think I'm gonna go soon. I don't know. That, that got really dark. I know.
0: How do you know I feel your like that would
2: be failing? frustrating? It would be really frustrating to have like the mental acuity of a younger person, but your body just can't keep up.
1: Yeah, I guess that's
2: true you've got like people because you look older, you know, they're going to you know how people are with with elderly folks, they kind of start to even though you're, you know, way older than than them, you get to a certain age and people start kind of treating you like an infant again. Yeah. <laughs> And that would be infuriating, I feel like.
1: Okay, that could also be, you guys are raising good points. I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to go with physical then. I'm going to go with physical and keep it in my head canon that because my brain is physical, that doesn't age and my mental capacity <laughs> doesn't go away. So I'm picking physical. <laughs> Screw you, Jamie. I'm picking physical.
0: Gardner, what was your option? What was your decision?
1: Uh, Physical.
0: Physical? Yeah, that's what I would choose yeah. too.
2: All right. Garner, you got another one for us? I do. This one's Ice Age related. Nice. Would you rather, anytime you need to travel somewhere, ride atop a mass of squirrels, or be strapped to the bottom of a woolly mammoth?
0: Like a baby Bjorn on a woolly mammoth?
2: A baby Bjorn, or like a, like a little baby vest?
0: Like the yeah carrier? yeah yeah. yeah.
2: Well, like that kind of like, but you're like fully on like the stomach.
0: Yeah, that's why like, the baby's like strapped
2: to it.
1: Yeah, yeah, but you're like so you'd be like looking straight down at the ground or like straight into
2: the or just into fur. Yeah, or, or like,
0: be carried by squirrels. Like a
2: mass, like hundreds of squirrels. I feel and you like just that like crowd would be cool surf on top of them. Because then you can like
1: enter rooms as like the squirrel king kind of thing, and just like the <laughs> door opens and just a flood of squirrels come in, and you're just <laughs> riding it, just like triumphantly. Just be
0: just squeakety squeak, squeak, squeakers. Squeak.
1: They can't understand you, but they go away. And you're like cool until I leave. It'd be a lot easier because I feel like you'd have to strap yourself into the woolly mammoth, right? So you couldn't get that drunk because it'd be hard to strap yourself in. But you could get wasted and just be like squirrels home. And then the squirrels (laughs) would come and just grab you and take you home.
2: Yeah, you're like the coolest uh, Disney princess. Exactly.
0: (laughs) Do I need to call you an Uber? No, I got my squirrels.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You would never be able to
1: get a one night stand again because you couldn't take anyone over to your place. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> hey babe you want to catch a ride with me just 500 squirrels coming out of the woodwork the second she says yeah it's just like all oh, come and take her <laughs> <laughs>
1: that'd be horrifying but yeah squirrels
2: squirrels yeah i think
1: squirrels would be fun what about you yeah i do squirrels too if it was riding on top of the mammoth i think i might do that yeah i do on
0: top of a mammoth but not underneath of a mammoth
1: yeah that's that's gotta be pretty stank okay i got one i got one would you rather stay with your love that aged like 50 years before your eyes. So you're in love with this person. They're your love. They're like your husband or wife or whatever. And then they age 50 years before your eyes. Or would you go out and like try to live a normal life after they aged up?
0: Are they rich? Could I outlive them and then live my life?
2: They're not poor. We'll say that. They're not like wealthy, wealthy, but are not poor. Wait, so so the option is either, let me get this straight, they age 50 years in front of your eyes in like a moment? Yes. Or they die instantly? No, 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 no. no. They they age
1: 50 years no matter what. Would you rather stay with them or they tell you to like go off and live a normal life? Like I'm like, you're not going to have a life with me. You know, I'm old. Go off and live
2: your life. Would you go off and live your life or would you stay with them? If it's true love, you're gotta, you are got to stay with them, right? Yeah. Like if you're really in love some with someone, it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. You know, their physical appearance, I don't think. Does that mean you have to kill yourself when they die? No, no, you don't have to do that. You can never find someone else.
1: No, no. You could just have to wait until they die for you to start dating. Would again. they
0: just age physically, but then live the normal amount? So it's just an old no. person you're with. They would die soon.
1: I'm, I'm assu- Yeah, well, sooner. I'm assuming because like it's based off the Ice Age movie. Yeah, this happened in the Ice Age movie. Believe it or not, Gardner, where that happened. I'm assuming all those characters were going to die soon. If not, were for the fountain of youth they found after i I'm assuming you get like anywhere from like 1 to like 10 years left but you don't know and they're they're telling you like hey Go on and live your life. Like, don't waste your time with me. We're getting some real stuff here. No more goofy shenanigans.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd just stay with them until they died and then I'd go live my life.
2: Yeah, same. What about yeah. you, Derek?
0: If Katie aged 50 years before your eyes right now, she'd still be young. Cause she's a child, but
2: she's OK. Calm down.
1: Don't say that.
0: <laughs> Anyone five years younger than me is a child.
1: She is two years <laughs> younger than
2: us. Calm down.
0: You're you're a child, too. Gardner, how old are you?
2: Uh, 23
0: god you're a- up! <laughs> jesus christ
2: thank you Gardner.
0: <sighs> oh my back i gotta go
1: oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. We got this young whippersnapper on the episode today with us to
2: tell us what the canes <laughs> are into
0: seriously my god <laughs>
2: TikTok dances, I think. (laughs) I'm barely Gen Z. I'm starting to feel old now looking at what these kids are up to.
0: You're the zillennial.
2: The zillennial? Yes. All right. Was that our last? Oh, no. Jamie, you've got
1: one more.
0: Don't forget about me because I'm old and decrepit. (laughs)
1: That's what happens to society.
0: That's what people do when you get hold. Exactly. Just forget about you. Um, would you rather have aliens be real and covered up by the government or have no extraterrestrial life in the universe?
1: Ooh, I think I'd have to go with aliens, be real and covered up by the government because like no other life. I mean, we could just be the first life and like I mean, other life what if will evolve. Like Independence later. Day happens. Oh, good thing we got Will Smith ready practicing his slapping arm, you know? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, he may not have returned for the sequel, but he's still got the form ready. Exactly. He's been practicing. I would I would also go with aliens being real because that's just, it's too cool. Yeah.
0: But you would never know ever.
2: So it's not like where, how it is now where like, you know, UFOs have been seen and are yeah. now declassified, but it was covered up for a very long time.
0: Yeah. Government completely covers it up. You never know. You just mm. are in the unknown, but they are real or there's no extraterrestrial life out there.
2: I think
1: I'd have to go with the first one cuz that means that there's potentially other extraterrestrial life out there that we that we could see and also even if I don't know it I want to believe that there's the potential for life out there you know
0: Yeah but what if they are mean
1: We're pretty mean <laughs> Yeah, they're I know. Nice? What if they're nice?
0: You have the E.T. aliens or you have what's a mean alien? Alien. Alien. <laughs> alien
2: the alien <laughs> aliens. Uh, they could be like the arrival aliens.
0: Or they could be you like know, the I'd weird cool life form in that one movie where Ryan Reynolds died in the first 10 minutes. I can't think of what that's called.
2: I think it was called life.
0: That one. That one was terrifying.
1: Or they could be like Paul from the movie Paul. Oh, God. Um, I think, yeah, I, I'm sticking with government covering up aliens rather than
2: aliens. Yeah, I'd rather or I'd rather have the unknown and, and be able to wonder and theorize than like know for sure that nothing's out there.
0: Well, you wouldn't know for sure either way.
2: Right. So you're just so why do we have to choose between here? Would you rather <laughs> not
1: know or like really not know? <laughs> <laughs>
0: This is where you have to, like, get on another level of not soberness and discuss.
2: (laughs) Get on another level of not
1: soberness. (laughs) All right, everyone. I think that is our show. This episode, we discussed Ice Age, Collision Course, and a brand new mini segment in Triple Threat with our first guest, Gardner, from the GDT podcast. And the scores were tabulated, everything was taken into account, and Jamie didn't win and I didn't win because we tied.
0: Yeah, a tie, great. We gotta stop tying. (laughs) We know each other too well.
1: We need more bonus
2: points.
0: So we typically read a review at the end of our episodes, but because we had our first guest, we wanted to ask Gardner, how did you enjoy being on I Know You?
2: I loved it. I thought this was an absolute blast. Thank you guys so much for having me on. Thank you so much for coming on, man. It was a blast to have you on.
0: Even though you're a child.
2: (laughs) He's 23 (laughs) years old.
0: I should have censored myself. No, I get that a
2: lot. I had a beard for a while and then um, I was like living my life as normal. And then once I shaved it, like people like genuinely didn't recognize me. I got carded all the time. It's a curse. It happens to Matt. His beard
1: either ages him up 10 years or like shrinks him down five years. It's crazy. You can also write to us at our email. I know you DJ podcast at Gmail dot com or on our Instagram, I know you pod Twitter and Facebook at I know you podcast or at our personal Instagrams at Jamie Doro or at big freaking geek. Also check out our YouTube channels again at Jamie Duro or Big Freaking Geek.
0: And Gardner, why don't you give them where they can find you?
2: Absolutely. Well, you can find our podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts just by looking up the letters G D T, and you'll see us there. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Good Data Pod or on Facebook at GDT Podcast. I'm on Twitter at Gefordner DeForvis, <laughs> which is Gardner Davis with fours instead of A's. <laughs> and uh on Instagram at Gardner's camera. <laughs> Jamie really <laughs> likes Gefordner DeForvis. <laughs> That's something uh, me and my friends used to do in high school. This got to be like really bad where people were like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? But we'd like delete speak in everything. Like if there was a letter that could be a number, we'd just say the number instead.
0: It's like pig Latin.
2: Yeah, it's like a bastardized pig Latin. <laughs>
0: That's my awesome. God.
1: We're stealing that. We're going to steal that. That could be de it three. It to zero for
2: thrill. Wait, what? (laughs) Yeah, O's or zeroes? oh stove. I mean, you could really get ridiculous with it. We'll come back to this.
0: Yeah, we like to let you know we're watching the next episode. The movie is The Batman. You can watch it on HBO Max. We will also have our first ever Derek's Dorky Den. So make sure you head over to our social medias and join the discussion and you will be featured on the next bonus episode.
1: We post our podcast every other Tuesday. So remember to come back and listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you so much for listening to I Know You with Derek and James Jamie and Gardner. Until next time, I'm Derek. I'm Jamie. And I'm Gardner. Bye. Dude, that was awesome. <laughs> I loved that.